0: Welcome to Fake Movie Experts, the movie review podcast that breaks down a movie franchise one movie at a time. Well, when Keith's away, the Q comes to play. This week, Mr. Booble decided to go outside the rules of the how the Q movies are and decided to make, make me watch a movie that I had no intention to, as this week we watched The Big Sick.
1: And where can you watch that? It was
0: there it is there's a fun story behind that and we'll get to it i'm your host joseph lussell i'm alongside here with richard marcelli
2: yeah this felt weird we watched like an actual art movie and like this is going to be a weird podcast usually we do movies that like aren't actual like cinematic like art
0: yeah Yeah, there's stuff we can make fun of, and I think I can find the deep, darkest jokes I can find in me. And the man that picked this movie, Mike Boobel.
1: Joe, I only picked it because I'm better than you, and you know it. No, there it is.
0: No, you picked it because I blind bought it for the producer, and she never freaking uh, watched it via the Blu-ray I bought her. She just watched it on where? That's right, Amazon Prime. That's right. So the, ongoing, watch it. so the ongoing joke is the fact that uh she never watched the Blu-ray. And when it came to me, I just watched it on Amazon Prime. I backed out of my own uh, you know, did my own thing. I'm just gonna chuck the Blu-ray. We're never gonna open it. So
1: you could have avoided the show if you had just watched it initially.
0: She watched it when I was at work, so come at me, bro. Uh this movie came out in 2017. Two-hour runtime directed by Michael Showalter. You may know him from such movies as he was in a Wet Hot American Summer. Um That's kind of about it.
1: I watched that movie for the first time maybe a year ago. I did not enjoy it at all. I thought I would, and I hated it.
0: Yeah, he's the, um in that movie, he is the guy that's trying to get the girl. Mm-hmm. The nerdy one. Uh, this movie stars Camille Najiani, Zoe Kazan, Holly Hunter, and Ray Romano. Oh, uh, Bo Burnham, he's in it, Eddie Bryant's in it, David Alec Greer's in it. Uh, this was written by Camille and his wife, uh, Emily V. Gordon, uh, produced by Judd Apatow. So, there's uh, some cred to it mr booble what what do you think of this movie since you're the one that picked it
1: so I mm, love this movie but <laughs> I didn't so I picked this movie Joe because I hate you and I wanted to ruin your life eh. but what I didn't think about um, was my own life and how uh, personal stuff in my life has been going kind of shitty and how this movie now hits differently for me. Uh, so while I still love this movie, I didn't enjoy watching it this time. It hit uh, too close it, to home. A little too close to home and some, and, you know, not in the not in the one way, which we'll talk about later. That's that's not relevant, but yeah. yeah, it hit a little close to home. So that I was like, well, I didn't think this one through.
0: So it kind of backfired on you. Okay. A little bit. <laughs> uh Rick, what do you think of this? Since this is a rom-com-ish?
2: It's a rom-com. Yeah, it's a rom-com. It's just, it's on the more serious side of rom-com. It's not the lean into the comedy side of rom-com. A drom-com? No, because it's still a romance movie. So it's more of just like a romedy.
0: Uh, yeah, that's about right. That sounds about right.
2: Um but I loved it I thought it was really good it was fully engrossed like I was very prepared to go into this and have like something up on the side not I, <laughs> I was I was fully engrossed uh the acting throughout the entire movie is just like so good I mean I forget how good of actor Ray Romano is because I always just like attach him to the terrible sitcom TV show right
0: everybody loves Raymond
2: and like, and I forget that ever since he made his bag off of doing that movie, he only does really good acting bits now. Like he's only like a
1: pretty high-level actor in what he does. He has an awesome cameo in funny people, like at the bar scene, which is he crushes that scene.
2: See, that's a movie that I really like that Joe does not.
1: No, oh, I did we've not, had this no. discussion. I know. No.
0: Well, my 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 opinion might have changed if I watched it again, but like down the line and that's and funny people is not one of those movies that like oh, i'm gonna seek it out
2: yeah it's definitely not a movie you're like oh funny people's on i'll totally tune into funny people once you see the ones because you're like so i'll totally feel depressed for two hours
0: because i saw this i saw funny people in the theaters and then i like left really disappointed because i'm like, like it's because of what they did with the uh trailers how they made it more of a they made it comedy seem like a movie. comedy
2: instead of the depressing thing that it was.
0: Yeah i I was truly disappointed in that. i like, I love depressing what?
1: movies; they're great.
2: It's kind of like how you go into Click expecting like a normal Adam Sandler funny movie, and then you yeah. leave just like broken inside. Yeah.
0: Uh, for me, I think this movie is okay. You know i I'm not a big rom com or depends on the rom com type movie, but um. Like, I would say I watched this movie for The Batman last week. So going into The Batman, I'm already watching this movie. I'm like, what Man. did I just watch?
1: That was a downer of a day last week.
0: <laughs> oh, then I went home. <laughs> then I went home. And then I watched The West Side Story. So, uh, Jesus, yeah, I watched three movies last week. Um, so, uh, and that was like a grand total of like eight hours of movies because of the three and damn there three for West Side
1: Story. Then That's you watch lot. seven pounds, and I, you
0: know, I was like, "Fucking, let's cut some wrist, baby, and let's just watch seven pounds." What well, thirteen, 13 reasons why? Yeah, up, um, Herbie fully <laughs> loaded. I don't know. Wait, I what? was just like, "What?" Was, <laughs> yeah, he, the car dies at the end, right? He really For
2: hates her. to see uh, what's her name's career really just end, right? Then L- uh, and there.
0: Lindsay Lowen, Low Low Lowan, Lowan, Lohan. Lohan, Lohan. Lohan. It's not Lohan anymore. It's like uh, she like uh, she went to Twitter and it's like, hey, everybody, it's Lindsay Lohan. Okay, or like whatever
1: Lohan. to Rod Taylor. I don't care. It's Lindsay Lohan.
0: Yeah, we've been calling you Lindsay Lohan for 20 years. We're not going to stop now. So, Rick, give us a uh, the plot breakdown of this artsy, the big oh. sick boys and girls, non-binary
2: and everyone in between. Please gather around for the reading of the plot. To the big sick. Just a comic in Chicago. I can't remember how to say his first name right now. As I've played. Is just trying to make his way in the world. Trying to become the comic. That he hopes he can be. Off putting his family. Who wants him to become a lawyer. And settle down with a nice Pakistani girl. Like they all did for themselves. Instead. While at a show, Camille finds the love of his life and things were going great till they weren't and then things were okay till they weren't as Emily gets sick and no one can figure out why. Will Emily get better? Will, when she gets better, they get back together. Does Ray Romano ever fuck his wife again? Find all this out and more in the big sick.
1: Nice, nice.
0: Um, so, uh, as I believe we said last week, that this movie was written by Camille and his wife. As I said earlier too, but like this is just based on true stories and based on true like what they really went through. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie did get released on. I want to say their. Uh, on their tenth wedding anniversary, so they planned that. You know, they got that out like that way. Um, like the one thing that wasn't true about this story is the affair yeah. part. Um, that wasn't real. <clears throat> apatow just said, "Hey, we should do a subplot, and we should make it in the fact that you're the the Emily's parents had a uh, father had an affair, but <laughs> I guess it was really hard for her to tell the parents, like, hey." Dad had an affair in the movie.
1: <laughs> FYI. Uh, I believe she didn't tell them, and they found out watching the movie.
2: Jesus. But imagine you tell your friends, come see this movie. Our daughter wrote it. It's about us and this whole thing we went through. You fuck someone other than your wife? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. That's not true.
0: Did Tim have an affair? Like, like all the friends just look at him like. You son of a bitch. He's like,
2: I don't know what's going on. No, 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 no. I didn't do that.
0: Yeah,
1: It's like me yelled at for a dream your wife is having. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything.
2: That's such a weird decision to put that in the movie if it wasn't true. Because, like, it felt... Now, knowing that, it feels so dumb and non-necessary. Well, it's because
1: they weren't having any kind of issues. Like they were, they're just a a normal, a normal couple. couple. And they needed some kind of strife between the parents. I mean,
2: you can just write that in through two people under extreme (laughs) stress that their daughter is dying.
0: No, no, no. We got to do the thing of the parents are having an affair just to, uh, uh, just to have a subplot.
2: I mean, don't get me wrong. We got that great scene of Ray Romano explaining it all in this in that bed i mean that scene was amazing now now
1: wait a minute in order to find the person i love i have to cheat on them god damn it
0: (laughs) all right let me go to tinder right now let's go let's find some yeah
2: yeah i looked over at my wife when that scene happened i was like well you heard it i mean now we got to test the theory it's a hall pass
0: baby yeah hall pass baby
2: i was then informed that i would get murdered so
1: yeah this is accurate like girl situation
0: should I text the producer? Be like, "Hey, so according to this movie, I, I would recommend you. that." I wouldn't recommend that.
2: <laughs> I mean, Joe, you got to remember, she has knives everywhere.
0: Oh, I know that she's packing them everywhere. They're out. I'm gonna work on that.
2: God, I can't wait for the next. I can't wait till we get to do that franchise.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Joe's excited to hand a day movie. <laughs> hey. <laughs> wouldn't.
0: When... <laughs> Rick, I don't know if you know this, but when we when we were doing the queue, a normal queue, we did like three straight Anna De Armas movies, not knowing she was in the movie. Yeah, doesn't was, the
2: producer hate her?
0: Yeah, now she does. Although yeah, she, no, she sucks, she's terrible. She hates her now. But yeah, it's just like, oh, okay, who's the? Because uh, we were like, oh, she was great in Knives Out, and then we did the Keanu Reeves movie, and then we did the Fast and Furious knockoff movie, and then like it, knock knock. So we saw Knives Out We thought she was cool And then we did three straight movies of her in, And Zen's like she's a terrible actress I mean you can't judge bad I mean it could just been
2: terrible writing Not everyone can uh,
0: Yeah the, the the Keanu Reeves one There was like a five minute rape scene And it was just long and disturbing But there was no rape scenes in the Big Six So that's got that going for us <laughs> what, and, what a uh, transition boy. I did it <laughs> Uh, uh what else? Uh, in this movie also uh, so the whole idea of Camille is that um, he's from Pakistan, so the parents are doing the uh, arranged marriage. So the whole idea is you know it would you guys keep yourself a arranged marriage photo box of all the photos of all your to uh, be wives? I think that just kind of like
2: is a part to illustrate of how broken up he is where he doesn't want to like completely turn his back on his family family's ways but he doesn't believe in them it's like yeah. the scene where he goes downstairs to pray and just sticks around on his phone for 5 minutes
1: yep.
2: it's like he's just not ready to confront his family about this stuff yet so he just kind of like holds
1: on to this stuff through like guilt and i mean like Obviously, I'm not, you know, I haven't lived Kamal's life, but I I can imagine your family who's devout Muslim moving from Pakistan to America and you being like, yeah, thanks for all that. I don't really think I'm Muslim, though. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's got to be so hard to even contemplate talking about. It's also the thing, like, in
2: this movie where, like, the movie felt like it was pretty, like, nice little bow at the end. Everything felt pretty wrapped up and put back together. Except he's still uh, not on good terms with, like, his mother. So, like, there's still just, like, this awkward, like, his family's kicked him out type situation going on that never got wrapped up.
0: Yeah. So, in in real life, in the real situation, the mom was, came, uh, found out about her when she was in the coma. So, the mom was supportive and all, the you know, concerned and... Uh, about Emily but once Emily came out of the coma it was clear that she would recover that's when the mom expressed her anger at Camille for (laughs) dating a white woman (laughs) and only uh, pretending to uh, be intrigued by the arranged marriages Um, the uh, and also the Camille's real wife said that Camille's mother never once came close to disowning him so so yeah so there's that of in real life, she was all concerned, which a normal person should be, but then <laughs> she's fine. All right, Camille, I'm going to kick, you know, get your ass over here. Well,
2: it's kind of like, oh, I thought she was going to die, and this wouldn't be a problem. You'd marry yeah. a good Pakistani girl.
0: Um, you know, one, where's that weird thing with seeing Camille now, like in 2017, and seeing five years later, how ripped he is because of the Marvel movies? Because he got to go just through like, the
2: Disney uh, superhero workout.
0: Still looking for that, but uh, yeah, it's, it's it's just steroids,
1: it's, Joe. It's just steroids. <sighs> steroids. Okay, it's
2: right, also an through. insane it. amount of money spent on personal trainers and nutritional programs.
0: Yeah, uh, but it's that crazy thing to see like how skinny and like little chubby he is, and then like watch, seeing him now is just like, all right, you're better than all of us, and you know, I can, I can. Agree to that. Listen, anyone can get fully
2: jacked when they have personal chefs and personal trainers completely hired for you for an entire year to get you ready for a film.
0: I'm working on that, so we're good. I'm just gonna be eating all the hot one sauces every day, and you know, and that's how you murder
2: your insides and end up in the hospital in a medically induced coma. You know, the which good you, coma.
0: Which you can go to tape.com or no uh on YouTube and watch us and listen to us. Uh, try finish. We all finished all ten.
1: That's right. We all do. No, no, we didn't, Joe. <laughs> what
0: are We talking about? I did. I did ten. Remember? 10? I seem to remember hearing eight out of ten. I, I give the sauces eight out of ten. Uh-huh. I finished all ten. Uh-huh. <laughs> to the Let's best of to my <laughs> to the best of my recollection. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Judd Apatow actually reached out to Ray Romano because of his spot in Funny People. Hell yeah. And also, he's a fan of uh, the sitcom, so uh, got that mm. going
1: too. That's unfortunate.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just love that like, in all because, like, uh, there's always some Ray Romano tie-in. Because remember, in 40 on Virgin, he has the box of porn, and he just recorded it. Uh, so, there's always like a tie-in. to Everybody loves Raymond. It's so, fantastic. so there like a,
0: is there actually a Ray Romano mo- multiverse that we just never dived into of like? If you, it's like the six degrees of Kevin Bacon, but it's like the six degrees of Romano. It's
1: the Romano verse. I love it.
0: Yep. We're making it count. All right. Uh, yeah. So I, I I would say I enjoyed the movie for what it was. I I liked the comedy bits of like his roommate and like how like, all right, we're going to ignore him. He wants to talk. And then, you know, they ignore him and he's like, fuck, I got to get laid myself.
1: That was so it, awkward. And that's and like my favorite part about these movies. Like, it's just it's like awkward humor. It's like The Office. It's just these really awkward pauses and silence. I love that stuff.
0: Yeah, I've grown to like it, but yeah, that's in the beginning. It's just like, uh, um, I, I like I what is it like well it was a toronto festival right was their idea montreal montreal
1: so it's actually it's the just for last festival i don't know why they couldn't just say that but
2: that's what they it probably was. didn't own the rights it's that shit's always complicated because like if you use the name and then they're like they don't like the way you depicted them then they'll
1: sue you yeah, it's like Dude. the biggest the comedy festival in the world
0: yeah um you know, the, we have uh, Bo Burnham. He does his stand-up. But if you watch his stand-up in the movie, that's people's real reactions. It was just him doing a, a stand-up show. Mm-hmm. Um, Never been
2: the biggest Bo Burnham fan. Just not my kind of comedian.
1: I'm not either. Like He's funny in this movie, but like I don't particularly love his stand-up.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I would say my... Never really listened to any of his stand up or anything. Maybe, like, maybe if I was still doing those Comedy Central days, of, like, you know, the 10 o'clock, you're not nothing on, you just put a stand up on from Comedy Central. It'll be him, probably. Um, But uh, what else we got? Uh, I don't know. The, I like the fact of the the scene of him like breaking
1: down was a little tough. <laughs> I mean, it's supposed to be. <laughs> Joe's like, walk it off, pussy. Yeah, I was. The, I would be the heckler. <laughs> pussy. Are you the one heckler who compared him to oh, ISIS? No. Yep. God, that scene was fucking fantastic. <laughs>
0: that was so great. So I guess, uh, according to this, uh, uh, the heckler scene wasn't part of the original script, but a real life incident involving a, ho- a Holly Hunter. Heckling an unnamed uh, player during the U.S. Open tennis match inspired that scene.
1: Uh, I knew that. I used to know the name
0: of the player.
1: Yeah. Damn huh. it! No, I can't remember. But yeah, no, it's yeah, it's based completely on that because she was huh. just an asshole no tennis player.
0: <laughs> Gasp! Right. I don't know. I. I, it's those things that, are like, I don't mind Holly Hunter, but there's sometimes her accent is super strong It kind of annoys me. Really it grinds my gears. I mean, again, I think
2: that's just who the character's supposed to be. So, what you're saying is you just hate people from North Carolina?
0: Can I? I don't know. I, I could. You tell me. I
2: mean, you hate Vince McMahon.
0: Well, he. No, he's my idol, you know.
2: And and you hate the Hardy Boys.
1: And Kenny Omega.
0: No, 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 no! He's Canadian. Oh,
2: no, he is is from Carolina originally, isn't
0: he? Uh, Oh, no, that's the ongoing uh, thing with um, Jim Cornette, which you listen to the No So Podcast. Uh, This movie was actually nominated for an Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay.
2: I'm surprised it didn't get more Award noms. It was. It seemed kind of like an award type movie, like Oscar bait
1: kind of. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It lost to a uh, Get Out.
1: So. I mean. I mean,
0: yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a fair. pretty good year. <laughs> <laughs> um. You ever uh, seen Get I mean, Out, Joe? I have not.
1: You've never seen Get Out.
0: I have not. Oof.
1: See, until
2: we started doing this podcast, wasn't a big horror person. Now that we've done the podcast and done some horror movies, I am very ready to dive into the whole Jordan Peele universe.
0: So I think if we do the Jordan Peele universe, we'll do the uh, Get Out. um, uh, The Us. Is it Us? I think it's Us.
2: And then then Nope. And Nope. Is the new one? Dude, the trailer for that new one looks so fucking cool. It looks so dope. Jordan Peele's brain is like broken in the most beautiful way for designing these things. How was that
1: dude like responsible for Key and Peele and also Get Out? Right,
0: it's like it's like we've had these discussions on all almost all of our podcasts and different other ones too. But like the best comedic, you know, the best horror genre movies are made by comedians. Comedians are more better at doing the dramas, you know, like because the, they mindset. Broken. Yeah,
2: yeah I'm not it's because they're broken inside. <laughs> But
0: it's just that way of the comedians are so broken that they're better at the dramas or horror films or writings than most people. Uh, uh, The line, I would say the line that uh, Romano yells about how they want to play games. And he says, throw the chalk at Jimmy and I was just improvised.
1: God damn it. My favorite scene in this movie is when it's towards the end of the movie when he goes back to like family dinner after they have kicked him out of the family, he just brings the cue cards. I fucking <laughs> yeah. love that scene so much. Yeah. Just, and that's like
2: what gets his brother to come to his show, his one man mm-hmm. show later and stuff. I, and then like later on, his dad's like, I've been forbidden to hug you, but like, you know, text when you get to New York,
0: <laughs> would you guys, wa- would you guys go to a one man show of like, that type of scenario.
1: Only if you did it, Joe.
0: I, I
2: love it. and support all of my friends. And if they do something, I would go support it.
0: Now, I'm what not going to say. If it's not I'm your not friend? Gonna...
2: I mean, no, if you're not my friend, then fuck you. I don't care about your stupid <laughs> one man show. <laughs> one man shows are always one man slash woman slash non-binary shows are always garbage. And they're usually just vehicles for very creative people to then become more creative and create better things it's usually like a starter outlet for someone who's super creative to like get it out there. And then they mm-hmm. become more of a, like, cause a lot of people who do like Broadway, like create Broadway things, start out on one man shows slash one woman slash non-binary shows, because that's, it's just a vehicle to get out there and kind of like get yourself out. They're always very artsy fartsy and not. It's just a the way to get
1: reps. Amount.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I might do one man show down the line. You know who go, knows? Go. set me up. I don't know what I'll do, but I'll find I'll find a way. Um, I I like the scene of him fr- freaking out at the like Burger King drive through. <laughs> like I want I want two burgers, five layers of cheese. He won
2: one burger, yeah. four slices of cheese.
0: I can there's give you no, four cheeseburgers. There's
1: no button for that. <laughs> Yeah.
2: Listen here, this... motherfucker. You're just a person. I'm just a person. <laughs> just get a burger and put four pieces of cheese on it.
0: This, uh, this is my first day.
1: And uh, Joe, that's how you like your burgers, correct?
0: All of the no cheese, yes.
2: All of. Joe loves his cheeseburgers, no cheese.
0: No cheese. Order a goddamn hamburger. They won't understand. You know how many times I have, and then they question that. I'm like, can I just get a hamburger?
1: Like, so you want a cheeseburger? I'm like, no, I want a hamburger. (laughs) Can I tell you, we went to Sonic once and one of our friends said they just wanted a plain hamburger. And so we went there and ordered that and they gave him a hamburger between two pieces of bread. That's all that was, (laughs) there was no condiment. There was nothing. I
2: mean, if you ordered a plain hamburger, that's what you would get, would just be meat and bun. That's what he ordered.
0: It was off, we, like, we It was uh, so <laughs> me and the producer did the uh the like the Mick Mick breaks, like the McDonald's, you know, secret menu stuff. And uh, the producer did the um the like land, earth, sea, like you know, the chicken, the hamburger, and the fish filet, and like in the thing, like the she said like no fish filet, and we got it delivered. So but they still sent us the fish filet box. But like nothing inside. Weird. <laughs> it's just like, but wh- why even send us the box if we're not not wanting it.
2: That whole thing was also dumb because it's just like, hey, you can like completely make these burgers that get put together.
0: Some assembly is required. Oh yeah. That was like terrible. What the when, fuck? <laughs> when you when I got the burger with the with the nuggets, it's like, now you put the four nuggets in the bunk. What? No. No. Like you no. said
2: this was a thing. You put the goddamn nuggets in there.
0: Yeah. Um Yeah, I, that's a funny scene of him. Uh Oh no. I, I Do you guys have a favorite character? Like a character that you could that you like the most relate to or you just preferred? I can tell you I, the producer did not like the the actress that played the Emily.
1: Really? I loved Emily. I, I thought lo- Emily was I loved great. Emily. Honestly, probably Emily, to be honest. Like,
2: just in general, she was just, like, she played the character so well.
0: No, I, I, because I didn't tell the producer I watched the movie, so she's like, wait, you watched the movie? I'm like, (laughs) yeah, I did. And she's like, I did not like, um..." she's like, I didn't like the uh, Emily, the actress. I'm like, really? Like, I didn't mind her at all, but yeah, it's just like, no, she didn't.
1: Um, I also like the brother.
0: Yeah, but that was my I second like the one brother. too. The brother yeah. was
2: super good and his awkward wife.
0: <laughs> I did like the I did like the scene of the comedian. Was it like, I am trying to remember the comedian's name, like that was Sam or something, right? Like oh God, that whole bit.
2: And they're just and like them we should tell him like, that it sucks. We yeah, should he, like we he should he just tell him that it
0: sucks. He needs a new bit, he needs all this, that, and then hey guys, how's it going? Hey. Great work, man. Fantastic.
2: We are terrible people. Like, I felt like that was us in that moment. Like, that's something we
0: would do. Oh, yeah. 1000%. Oh, without question. That'd be us talking shit. Like, hey, this guy needs to change his stuff up. We're good. He walks up to us. Hey, man. Fantastic job. You know, wow. Is that new? Because it was great.
2: It almost feels like that's how the reaction would be if you guys ran into Vince McMahon. Like, you just have talked shit about him for like years, and then you'd see him be like, oh, I love you. I love the E, you're fantastic.
1: It's good Good. shit, pal. I'd almost agree with you, except I am the kind of person who would say something because I yelled across a very busy hallway in Vegas at Pete Rose that he was a child molester, flipped him off. Jesus. That's how you get murdered. Uh, By Pete Rose and I'm not worried about it.
0: (laughs) Touche. I'll stop his
1: fucking head to the ground.
0: (laughs) Hey, dude. Uh, At the very end of the movie when uh, Camille's doing his uh, spot in New York, the woman next to Emily was actually his real wife. Oh, was it? Yeah, so she got a spot. Um, Yeah, to me, this movie is just like, I get the premise, but it's just like, it's that weird rom-com of the idea of it's a love story. However, the woman is not in the movie for like, you know, this movie's two hours, and she's not. She's in a coma for like an hour of it. You know, it's just that weird feeling of like, it's more of a getting to know the parent story uh, first, than getting to know the the daughter.
1: Well, that's what Camille talked about. He said that's why it was so weird because he like became really good friends with her parents while they were broken up. It was, it's a very weird situation.
2: God that scene where like he goes back to the hospital and the mom's explaining to him that like they know everything that like she's very open with them and told him everything and he was just like you guys don't know everything just I know everything I'd be like oh fuck
1: Yeah that was I got the scene that crushed me the most was when she first wakes up and he goes to visit her in the hospital but she's like, Yeah, you're not actually funny. I actually like you, make me sad to look at you, and I want you to leave. I was like, Oh my god,
0: dude. Okay, now, in part,
2: she's high on drugs, so she's not really saying like, like she's lost that filter where she's just still really mad at him. Oh, but yeah, dude, that's that scene... so crushing.
0: That, is a, that was a crushing blow. But it's that, also one that, of
2: those things. It's like, what do you expect to happen? Like, she hasn't been through any of this. And the last right. time, like, she saw you, you guys broke up and she had every, re- like, good reason to break up with him.
0: Yeah. Look, it was just that crushing part of, uh, you know, I don't Did they say how long she was in it for? I can't find anything.
1: It seemed like a month ish.
0: At least
1: something like that
0: yeah if it was a dude in the uh coma like you would have a beard you're like okay that's that's a month's worth of a beard for some people be a week i don't know no, that yeah the i'm trying to think of another scene I, I i don't know it's just this crushing yeah it was so crushing to see the hey how's it going fuck off dude get out of here it's like uh you know like because it's like you just went through an hour 45 of him, you know, befriending the family and all this and that. And then all of a sudden, like, when he tries to apologize, it's just like, get out of here, bro. <laughs> um, uh, any scenes that you didn't like?
2: I mean, not really. There's nothing you know, about this movie that was glaringly bad or like everything tied together. Nothing felt wasteful. Like, well, I wouldn't say it was a tight 90 at its and not again too distinct. A tight ninety just means that it's like a movie I'm like I'm engrossed in the entire time. Yeah. Like it still felt slow in places. I would still say that like it was pretty close to a tight 90. Like that was a it did not feel like a wasted two hour movie. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I never like when I finished it, I was like, oh shit, it's almost over. Like it went by pretty quickly.
0: I yeah, I, I agree. The you know, as we do on this show about how we discuss you know time lengths of the movie sometimes you'd be like, yeah, you know this movie was two hours and you could feel it there sometimes. but this one's just like you're enthralled, you're in- intrigued interested in all the moving parts of the movie. And like there was times that for me I was just like, how should get start getting moving around? But i would sit down and watch it. Like, I watched this movie. Like, I was thinking, like, what, what Rick said earlier on the show about, like, I'm going to have my phone ready. You know, it's going to be one of those. Maybe I did look at my phone here and there, but I was more intrigued on what I was listening to than I was what I was watching on my phone.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, I like the fact of the mom, you know, oh, look who dropped by. Oh, and the parents stopped by too today. You know, it's just like. <laughs> You know 10 bucks she says oh look who just you know dropped by
2: yeah that the whole family dynamic for his family was really funny just like the introduction of like his dad being like feel my pants you should be stylish like your dad
0: <laughs> yeah um that's the, a no, that's a no. She, he, he's the true conan of the movie um the idea of, uh, I, it's just that funny thing of like, I like it's the small role, of the like sister in law, because she never talks. She just gives you like the I'm here eyes because, you know, the brother was arranged marriage and he talks about how, um, you know, at first they weren't really, uh, working, but now they are.
2: He said like they didn't talk for like two weeks or something after the marriage. Yeah.
1: Um, That would be uh, so crazy to go through
0: Well guess what I am now arranging my own marriage To this person I'm going to find online You see Hmm. And then we're going to do a one one night only thing And we find out that uh, I'm really in love with Booble And
1: then it's going to be that weird thing Mm, Interesting Interesting Is this your one man show?
0: Yeah Yeah
2: and then Buble wakes up from his coma and tells you that he doesn't love you. Yeah, like you're not yep. funny, dog.
0: And now I'm going to start eating cheese. Well, now, now I'm out. Now, now it's not believable. Oh, now it's not believable. Oh. Hi, my bad. I thought I can get it. Oh, fine. I thought I could change. But fuck me, guys. Jesus. Um. Uh. I like the friends. I like the fact David, David Alan Greer is in this movie for like a minute. Just doing, doing cocaine. Just doing cocaine. <laughs> I
1: mean, yeah, it's
0: dag. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like the scene of when she wakes, when Emily wakes Camille up, know like, to me, the scene of when she's waking him up to find out that she has to take a large shit and she doesn't want to do it in the house. Like, in my mind, because I know what the you know the premise of the movie is, I'm like, oh, she's, I think she's sick. You know, like, yeah, I thought the same thing. Like something's wrong, you know, like all drama 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 movies and stuff. Like the person who becomes sick wakes up sick, sweating, like uh oh, this is mm-hmm. the beginning of the end for her in the way. But it's just like, hey, I gotta take a shit.
1: I like like after they had sex for the first time, she wanted to leave and he like accepted her Uber request. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> G- give me about like 10 to 20 minutes. I gotta get
1: dressed, move. Your drive will on. be ready once he puts his pants on.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this movie is I think if not the artsiest movie we've watched so far.
1: I would suspect so.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Easily. It's like one of the few movies that would win awards for something other than like the music or the like...
1: Cinematography or something. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No ragged here. Like it could actually win awards instead of just, you know, the fucking makeup was really good in this movie
0: <laughs> yeah um thanks Booble. right you're welcome you know?
2: it yeah. felt weird I was like I don't how do we do the podcast now this breaks our premise actually doing like a well done arts movie
1: I mean I blame Joe for this if he just watched this years ago because I after I was done I found another movie that was streaming somewhere and I was like damn it
0: <laughs> damn it well,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: So we'll go back again, once again. I'm not a big rom-com person and the producer watched it when I was at work. She, that's what she does when I'm at work. She watches things I know I wouldn't watch. I do love a good rom-com. I'm Gonna broaden your horizons,
2: Joe. You know what you know what rom-com surprised me with how good it was? Crazy Rich Asians. That is a fantastic rom-com. Here we
1: go again. Joe's out.
2: And I'm out. Joe, you're going to have to be in because eventually they're going to make the sequel to that movie. Because it's actually from a a series of books. Uh
1: oh.
0: Well, you guys don't have to worry because I believe I blind bought that for the producer. Wait, did I? Um, I see the big sick cover there. I might have blind bought that for the producer, and I believe she still hasn't watched that one either. And uh, the main guy in that movie, he is hot.
2: He is hot.
0: No,
1: yeah, well, I digress.
0: Um I'm not excited. No.
1: We should now, make you watch one a week, Joe. One rom com a week. All uh, rom coms.
0: You know what? I'll, I'll make you all suffer, make you watch the JLo one.
1: Really? No,
0: no, I I Are I there you one? I already the watched it, bitch. Or... I already oh, watched shit, it. Shit. What's up? That's a plot twist and a half. Come at me, bro. Get out of here, kid.
2: The thing I didn't realize about that is it's based on a webcomic I had already read. Ooh. I really? never finished the Marry Me webcomic, but yeah, that was based... It was bought off of a webcomic.
1: Wow. There's a lot of that in the movie. Wow.
0: Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, God, yeah, this... I don't know. I... I I can say it was the, uh, we got to see, uh, Booble's, uh, baseball team as the guys wearing the Cubs stuff.
1: You're damn right. was beautiful. Uh,
0: I like the fact that Camille was a big X-Files fan because he actually appeared in a, uh, the, uh, an episode.
1: He was a monster in the reboot. Yeah. It's legitimately his favorite show. Is it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Could never really get into it.
2: I've yeah,
1: one life. of the sci-fi things I never really got into. Well,
0: I love the, it so much. The one episode of Exiles that I really like is the crossover of them and Cops when it, it's more real. <laughs> Bad boys when they do like the, you know, there's a, a crime scene that looks like it could be Freddy Krueger and Mulder's like, oh my god, we might have Freddy Krueger on the loose, and Scully's just like, knock it off. It's just a guy with a knives. Just knock it <laughs> off. And all the like office looks space office looks like that's the camera and she's just like are you, are we serious here? are we really doing this tonight yeah um uh the actress that played Emily said talked about how she would fall asleep um and ruin takes because she'd be waking up in the middle of the scene <laughs>
1: <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> that's fantastic. Uh,
0: Oh, yeah, what do you? I, I I've i fallen asleep through a root canal, so that was cool, but a little different, you know. I didn't wake up in a panic with you know. What's my off, line? Yeah, what's line. my line? line? nothing. You're still in the coma. Go back to sleep. Got it.
1: <laughs> she was method acting. <laughs> there
0: it is. Um. Oh, geez. I can't. Ugh. I'm going to say the last time I was, I was put under was for a uh, root canal, and I woke up like an hour and a half later with the doctor going, never did that before.
1: I've
0: never That's been true. put under. No? Nope. No. The root canal, uh, I'll say this, my doctor did the wrong tooth. How? I don't know. He what? just did. I had a root canal, and it was the very last tooth on the bottom right. And I went under and I fell asleep and I came back up and he's first thing he pulls sits me up and he goes, well, I've never done that before. And I'm like, what's that? And he's like, I did the wrong tooth. I'm like, excuse me. And he's like, I did the far, farthest one to your, in your mouth. However, however, the root canal was the one second to farthest. Hmm. So he did both. So hey, and he paid for everything. So,
2: I would hope so. Yeah, probably oh, to avoid a lawsuit.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, I love uh, that. Was funny. Just you know, just because everyone, everyone was pissed. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Put my tooth back in. But I digress. Um, least favorite character in this movie, I think for me was the mom.
2: I don't, like I didn't. I mean, maybe his roommate was probably like the annoying roommate.
1: to me. Yeah. I mean, the mom is supposed to be the yeah. way she is. I like it it's the funny
0: of the, um the roommate leaving to go get a hot dog at like at eight 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 thirty in the morning or something, and then he's like, <laughs> "I never ne- left. I never left because I was too scared or something. <laughs> I was scared and I wanted to listen." Um. You know, I uh, I think that's about it. You know, it's hard to discuss a artsy movie, Booble.
1: Yeah, the real it to this movie story, guys. That's yeah, fine.
0: It's fine. Um, you know, it's all your fault. You know, I'm fine with that. H- two hours of uh, well, don't worry, when guys. What
1: Keith's the way I fuck shit up? So that's, yeah, I that's can... what I do.
0: Ain't that the truth? Um, the budget for this movie was only five million not surprising there wasn't a lot to this movie (laughs) uh the gross was domestically 42 million and then internationally 13 million uh, and some change so worldwide about 56 million dollars
2: that's not bad for like an artsy movie Mm -hmm. yeah
0: Um, i thought
2: originally just came out on amazon i didn't know it actually got a release
1: it
0: did it went to amazon it It went to amazon and um uh, the theaters so the box office for June 23rd and through the 25th for the year 2017. Coming in at number 18 in its first what? week with 421,520,
1: uh, 527, <laughs> the big sick. Good god. <laughs> I didn't know it tracked to that low. Jesus Christ. Oh uh, bo- uh Joe has done hundred movies once. Yeah. Because we made him, we made him do it.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, the box office goes like one
1: hundred and fifty. Good God!
0: Uh So let's go. To the continue with the box office coming in at number ten in its eighth week with three million dollars. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Uh Coming in at number nine in its fourth week with four point two million. Captain Underpants: The First Epic Movie.
1: <laughs> okay. Coming in at number
0: eight in its second week with four point seven million. Rough
1: Night. What? I don't rough I know night one. it's the
0: scott johansson bachelorette party that they actually killed the, oh, uh, oh, okay.
1: that looked terrible
0: yeah uh coming in number seven in its fifth week with 5.3 million pirates of the caribbean dead man tells no tales is that the fourth one i i've honestly no, the stopped fifth after, one i stopped after three so i wouldn't know
2: i think that's the fifth one that's the one i couldn't like I started it and then I couldn't we got like a third of the way in We're like nope is it- it's just it's bad. It's real I bad. Think that's a,
0: isn't that like a Johnny Depp like it was a spin-off? Right? It's Jack like Sparrow. where he's
2: dealing with like the kid of um the main characters from the first one. Um,
0: I- News to me, buddy. Uh coming in number six in its second week with five point eight million,
1: all eyes on me. Oh my god, that fucking movie is atrocious.
0: Uh, coming in number five oh. in its third week with six million, The Mummy.
1: Oh God, the
2: Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise one. Yeah, the one that's that supposed to start a whole new universe and it the never monster really got off the ground. Yep. Whoops,
0: whoopsies. Uh, coming in number four in its second week with seven million. Forty-seven meters down. It's the oh, shark sh- movie. Yeah,
2: the shark mm-hmm. movie.
0: Yeah, coming in number three in its second week with twenty-four million. Cars three.
2: Never seen it. Never like the cars are definitely not the best Pixar franchise and arguably probably one of the worst. But the third one is okay.
1: The first yeah. one is good. I like the first movie. I, a, I don't remember the second one. I never saw the third. Mm, the second much. one
2: is arguably the worst Pixar movie ever.
0: <laughs> Snap <laughs> coming in number two in its fourth week with 24.9 million. Wonder Woman.
2: Oh, shit. What a nice. good list of movies right now. Nice. And
0: then coming in at number one in its first week with $44 million Transformers The Last Night.
2: Mm. I'm so not looking forward to when we do the Transformers franchise. <laughs> like, and yet, you also do that looking point, right? forward
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: to it at the same time. Because I like, still love the LaBeouf ones.
0: Yeah, I like the first one. Um, I I always look for like the you know the 4K bundle packs. Like uh, Ry- the Planet of the Apes trilogy is only twenty five bucks for the God. 4K for all three.
2: That, that, I still haven't seen the newest one of that, and hear that it is good. But I've, those movies I've, don't get enough for how
0: good they are. I've only saw the first two, and I own the third one, and I've never watched it. Um, let's go to the ratings. Uh, IMDb gave this a seven point five out of ten. Ron tomato all critics gave this a 98 top <laughs> critics a 99 an audience 88 nope let's glaze some stars
2: so have you guys ever walked into a bar and you just saw some stars in the air and you're just like glazed them
0: all the time i'm a glaze machine just give me some, uh, give me some chocolate milk, and I can, I'll restart my, uh, my, uh, motion.
1: Give me some YooHoo. Yeah, oh, yeah. Give you, me some YooHoo. Shout out to
0: YooHoo. Holy oh, I fuck. love YooHoo. Yeah, Keith, I love it so Big much. Big Link chew. Take that, uh, Google. What do you give? Uh, this since you picked it.
1: So, Ricky's right. This is going to fuck up all of your shit. So, I wonder if this should just be, like, a separate, like, list. Nope. Well, I mean, the queue list is always Yeah, separate. the Q is
0: different. The Q is different.
1: Because, I mean, like, this is like a four and a half for me. This fucking movie is great. <laughs> Rick? Uh, I'm also a four and a half. Honestly,
2: <laughs> this was borderline a perfect five for me until you said that some of the stuff in it wasn't true, which actually knocked some... Ha- some quarter stars off of it for putting on false stuff in what was already a good movie.
1: Here comes Joe with his half a star. Uh, Negative. No.
0: Um. (laughs) You know what? I'll be. I will uh, be that guy and I'll give it. uh, I'll give it a four. I I enjoyed it. Whoa. Yeah. I'll be. I'll be. uh, I didn't see
1: that coming from you.
0: I'll come around. Hey. I think won't this make this the highest? Uh,
2: oh, it's the highest Q, Q movie by far out ah, of okay. 4.3. So long, nope.
0: not another teen movie.
2: Yeah, beat that by 0. 0.6. It just Oof. misses out on getting onto the record board for individual movie. Oh, okay. As Predator holds on to its five spot with its 4.4.
0: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough that he says, well. Mr. Booble. Yeah. I said no no uh hell have no fear like a woman scorn and I'm coming to get you. Sorry Rick that you're in the middle of this.
2: because going to like, say why am I getting caught in the crossfire?
0: <laughs> Rick is collateral damage here. You just are Rick, I apologize. So, I texted you both saying, "Hopefully you have Tubi." And you both said, "You do." I mean, it's a That's free app. Good.
2: Everyone can have Tubi.
0: Well, everybody <laughs> Get to be and join along as we go to the 80s for this movie that I picked. I already hate it. 1988 to be precise. I'll tell you, I'll give you the runtime of one hour and 26 minutes. So it's a tight 90.
2: I mean, that doesn't mean that it's a tight ninety.
0: Right. I don't know if it will be. I don't want you looking this up yet. I'll tell you if you have you heard of this movie as next week here on the Q editions of Fake Movie Experts. We will be watching Hell Comes to Frogtown.
2: Of course, I. What the fuck are you? That's not a movie. You're lying. You just
0: make some shit up. It's a movie starring one, Roddy Piper. God damn
1: you, Joe. Oh my God. It's a. Series. Well, no, it's probably better than they live. So, our bodies I'll
0: I'll tell you this the movie is about a worldwide nuclear war happened. 68 of the male population have been wiped out. And only one person can produce human. And that's one Roddy Piper. So all the women need him to bang them. And there's frog people.
2: <laughs> that's I, right. I quit. I quit.
0: That's right. As uh, hell comes to frog town. That's right. Joe was doing all that cocaine
1: with David Allen Greer.
0: Well you know I talked to the producer and she's like you know what we should look up a movie that we wanted to do for the Q and this was one of them and it was on Prime for like the past month and then all of a sudden like oh we're doing Q movies I'm like is it still on Prime it's not but it's on Tubi and uh, yeah it's uh, during Roddy Piper's acting days
1: god damn it
0: you know um uh <laughs> this might be a good time guys who knows you know um
1: i'm sure we'll have fun talking about
0: it I, I i know we will um because this comes out this came out where are you hell i think this comes out after they live so got that going nope it came out before they live even better hot dignity, damn i hate everything So, next week here on (laughs) Fake Movie Experts Q Edition, we will be doing Hell Comes to Frogtown. You can go to, yeah, exactly. It is going to be cool. Uh, You can go to nocellenttainment.com. That's right, nocellentertainment.com, where you can find all of our podcasts, all of our blogs. And uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but we're on Spotify. So, you can go to Spotify, look up No Cell Entertainment, and you can find all of our podcasts that we do on Spotify. And like always, you can listen to our podcast wherever you listen to your
2: podcast. I guess we're going to fuck frogs. I don't, I don't know what's happening.